never fought for real Just hid against the wheel Turned away from all the things too hard to face But day by day I grew to stay And change the way I like to live And become what I want There's no devil in the details Just breathe in and exhale And become what you want Helping hand, it ain't an issue Or just push on through with just you And become G'day guys, it's James from South Island AU here We're back, the podcast is back You've heard it first here today Really excited, new gear, new studio. It's going to be amazing. We've had this guest on before, but I thought it was a perfect way to start, you know, the new space for South Island AU with the new equipment, the new podcasting stuff. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. So let's introduce him in, give him a round of applause, Mr. Dylan Brown. Fuck, the crowd's going off. Fuck, they're going uh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, cheers for having me back. Yeah. What do you think about uh, coming back, doing a pod, new gear? Well, bit, the setup's good. Bit more uh, fucking legit now. I think last time we just winged it with, uh, with a laptop and one mic. So now we've got the whole setup. We've got the tripod. We've got the two mics. We've got the soundboard, the fucking computer. We've got it all. Yeah, there's a fair bit going on, isn't there? So... Fuck, we'll see how we go today. Um, what do you think about like the the space up here? It's a bit. Oh, there's a bit of stuff in here, but it's all right. I think uh, I think after a little bit, it'd be good once you've set it all up properly. Yeah, it's got a fair bit of potential up here, that's for sure. And still in yeah. progress. Um, still getting things sorted, and obviously still working out how to work things with you know the podcast and stuff like that as well. So. The new equipment's fucking unreal, though. Like, honestly, it's ridiculous. So let's get into today, though. It's not about me. It's not about just talking about fucking podcast gear all day and fucking, I don't know. If I talk about that all day, I, I, I don't know what would, wouldn't be good. So, Brownie, um, Dylan Brown, let's let's get straight into it, talking about uh, what's been going on. Uh, a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, I've had a fuck ton going since the last pod. Uh, I can't even remember where I was at in the last pod. I think I was just starting Elevate, was I? Yeah, I, I think you were. And then um, I think you do, yeah, you're doing a lot better now than we, when we talked. I think Elevate's taken off a bit as well. What's good for you? Yeah, um, it definitely has. Uh, yeah, a lot's changed. I uh, split up with my missus. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I had to do that one to you. Um, no, nah, it's good. I... Um, I'm thinking a lot more clearer now, and uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, and I think that's shown in Elevate as well. I've really like that it's taken off. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, you're doing way better anyway. Sometimes girls suck anyway, so maybe you <laughs> dodge a bullet there anyway, bro. So maybe. Um, we won't go into that too much, right? but um, with uh Elevate Marketing Australia, um, not many people probably know about it. Um, on this channel, and we want to get it out there. What is it? Uh, basically, it's a digital marketing agency, so we do web develop, web development, uh, social media management, uh, marketing plans, uh, graphic design, all of that online shit. That's what we do. Yeah, and um, you know, how do how do you um, you know, do that for your business and stuff too? What do you mean? 
how do you, uh, you know, market people and, you know, get clients and things like that for your business? Oh, so basically the way I've been getting clients, so it started off with basically just DMing people on Instagram and Facebook, just like cold DMs, just, oh, this is Elevate Marketing. This is what we do. Do you want it? And basically I'll either say yes or no. And it just comes down to law of averages. I'd send maybe like 50 every day. Just to different random businesses. I would sit there and scroll Facebook looking for businesses that have paid for uh, paid for ads. And I'll just click on them, see if they have a website. If they do, I can see if I could make it better. If they don't, I'll make them a website or offer them a different service. But you got to do it at the start, um, which is good now that it's taken off. The word of mouth is getting around as well. That, that's fucking big grind though, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, but that's what you got to do at the start. Yeah, for sure. Um, and... um. I didn't know that was a thing on, you know, Facebook where you could see if someone's paid for ads and stuff. Oh, you can't really see it. So if you just scroll Facebook, like if you go on Facebook now and you scroll, I'll show you. Uh, let's have a look. If you scroll Facebook now, I guarantee a paid ad will come up. Here, bang. First one. What's that one? Lolly Scented Candle Shop. Fuck, I love my candles. I've been speaking about them all morning, so... Um, so yeah, it's just, you'll see because it says sponsored underneath. That means they've paid for the ad. Okay. Um, so yeah, and then you basically just click on their profile, see what they got. They've got a website. Let's see. I might get a client here actually. Fuck, if you get a client here, I think I'll get a little invoice. Mate. No, I'm kidding. Oh, sh- it's not that great. Oh, it's uh, pretty shit out. So I reckon. DM them right now. See what. See if we can get a response. I've also got another business I reckon you could get on air. Um, I'll give them to you. Oh, fuck. I don't have my phone, but I'll let you have a... I'll have a squeeze on the computer as well, actually. See if I can find them as well. There we go. DM'd. Hey, do you guys deliver all around Australia? You don't want to hit them with the cold DM straight up the back because then they'll have their walls up. So you just got to ease them into it, warm them up. What's like the law of averages for it? It's pretty pretty full on. Like, if I'll send maybe 50, 50 messages to different businesses, maybe ten will reply, and then maybe I'll get one out of that. That's so it's a big grind as well. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah, I had my first uh, company actually come to me without me reaching out the other day. Which is good. It's massive, isn't it? Like when, when you know you can start seeing rewards through it and things like that as well. And yeah. instead of just grinding all the time, you can actually see. We, they replied. Fuck off! Here so, we go. All right, I'll keep you guys updated throughout the pod. How's it? Go- how it goes? Yeah, I'll let you reply to them. But um, why did you choose to go down this like type of industry as well? Basically, I've been doing. I've been in the marketing industry for such a long time. Uh and I, I kind of, I'm fascinated by the way that uh, the human brain works and the psychology behind why people buy things. And I think it kind of correlates into uh, what I'm doing now. Um, I've kind of just like learnt myself uh, how to, what's that? I'll tell you in a second, keep <laughs> going. But Yeah, I've kind of just taught myself YouTube videos, how to do this online uh, marketing. And I think my marketing experience will transfer into online marketing um but yeah the web design side of stuff i've learned all myself from youtube that's fucking cool man yeah 
not uh, really really cool so so these guys on here on the screen you just can't see it but it's these guys are in king's meadows i reckon ta they like all south island they use posts i reckon you should hit them up they're a business they're a massage parlor just down the road are they H health body mind and soul we should walk in there later see hit them up with a message we'll have a look at their website on here as well for you here we go. Looks looks pretty average. I think you could oh you could do better than that, surely. It looks a bit this looks a bit tacky, I think. But it's I reckon bad. it's not bad. Yeah. Fuck, we should hit him up though. Yeah. Hang on. They surely have a Facebook page. But Instagram's pretty it, good. I'll do it after. Yeah, we'll just it. keep keep okay, going on with good. the pod, but yeah um so how much time do you put into elevate marketing at the moment and things as well oh so basically so i work a nine to five um basically um i do like two weeks on one week off um that's doing marketing face to face um all my breaks all majority of my breaks i use for elevate so i got a calendar and i just do all my shit in my breaks um and then after work, so I finish at about 5.30, I'll, I'll smash out at like an hour gym sesh uh, until like 6.30, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock to 12 is just work. Just elevate. And then I go to sleep, wake up, do the same shit again. Eat, sleep, repeat, eh? Yep. Yeah. You'd have to be fucking real motivated every the, day. The late nights get to me, but my body's getting used to it, the late nights. I don't mind them now. Do you ever feel like you need a break here and there though just to get back into it or do you think yeah i i went through like a maybe i think it was like two weeks ago i i really felt burnt out so i took like a day off and just done nothing and then bang straight back into it yeah for sure and um i guess when you're enjoying something though like it doesn't really feel like work as well like yeah exactly you, like, I'm you, happy to do it. You want to do it? I see that. I see the bigger picture. I know that it's going to be big, so I'm happy to just keep doing it. Yeah, the positive outcomes and yeah, like, grinding's fun too. I think like when you when you're grinding, I reckon that's when you're having the most fun. I reckon. Oh, I'm excited in a year's time to look back and see see how far it's gone. You're just gonna make sure, like, if it gets to that stage where it is getting bigger and stuff too, that you don't take your foot off the pedal yeah um you got to remember where you come from and how hard it was at the start type of thing yeah 100 percent. instead of it all just being you know like easy like you just take your foot off and you just do it easy like just keep going and going yeah but remember where you came from as well because that's quite important i think as well so what what is next on the horizon for elevate uh so i've got a couple of clients that are, i've got a pretty big client uh actually i don't know even if i can talk about it but um it's a beer company in New South Wales. Um, I'm really excited to work with them as well. I think um, you can say that. I just don't. Oh think, yeah. Don't uh, think you can say who it is and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a beer, big. It's a beer company. Uh, yeah, in New South Wales, and uh, I actually met them uh, just in person. I met the owner, and he was like, I just like told him what I do, and he was like, we're actually looking for someone to do that, and uh, we've been on like chats and chats and shit uh in regards to that type of stuff uh i gotta do up some stuff today to send to him and then uh but all the uh investors and everything are happy with me they they want to work with me so 
I'm very excited for that. Is that like a big uh, progress, like meetings and things like Like you have a few meetings with a few different people in a bigger like negotiation or is it? Yeah, so one of their investors called me. Um, he's from Switzerland, actually. I got a call from a Swiss number um, and I was like, who's this? Turns out it was one of the investors for the company. You would have probably thought it was a scam, like straight yeah, away. Yeah, I thought it was. That's why I was like, who's speaking, sorry? <laughs> At least he spoke English. Yeah, no, nah, he was a good lad. Yeah. He was a good lad. No, nah, it's good. Um, So, yeah. And um, yeah. what's next, though? Like, say, next six, 12 months, where, where do you see yourself kind of going well, down? What path? I want to be working full-time for my laptop um, doing this. Um, I love this, um, but yeah, I want to go to Thailand as well. So I'm going to Thailand in about five weeks. Um, I'm going for about a month and I want to see if I can sustain myself living over there um, for a month, just uh, purely from uh, Elevate Yeah, okay. and then uh, see how that goes. Um, but yeah, next three months or so, I want to be making at least five 5K minimum per month to be able to sustain living over there. Do you like Thailand? Have you been like a couple of times now and really yeah. enjoy it? So Yeah, I love it. I went backpacking there for I think two months it was just solo and I loved it. And I haven't been back since COVID because I haven't been allowed to, but I'm going back now and I'm fucking excited. Uh, hopefully I can live there one day. Get around it. You'd be pretty excited. To, um, do you reckon you'd see the Yes Siri people again over in Thailand? Yeah, well, they're worldwide. I fucking love them. They're so good. Are you, so you're still on that on that train as not well. as much as i was like elevate takes up a heap of my time so uh i don't really have time to do much else other than gym and work yeah okay but if like i said if it's not like work it's it's not it's it's a positive outcome as well you know what i yeah. mean you're enjoying it and things 100%. like that as well so 100 no nah, it sounds like you're you're doing well anything else with the business so you do websites at the moment yeah um obviously you've talked about that what what else do you want to do? Like, is there another avenue other than websites that you can go down? Like you said, social well, media marketing. Yeah, so, so, so social media marketing at the moment. Uh, at the moment, I'm just sticking to what I know. Um, obviously, I'll branch out into. Um, <clears throat> I'm still learning SEO, which is search engine optimization. So if you Google, like, say, you like candles, you Google candles. Uh, SEO. If 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 you're if your website ranks high in SEO, it'll be the first one that pops up on Google. And obviously the first page of Google is the first, like you don't, who goes to the second page of Google? You find a website on the first page. I'll go to the third. No, I'm only joking. No one does. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a scam, the third one. So <laughs> um, let's just go on about uh, motivation and mindset. So what makes you um, you know, passionate um, just in general? It's a hard question. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Passionate. What, what? I'm just passionate about the work. And obviously, my whole mindset changed. So a lot of, a lot of you probably know, I met Gary V, which is like, he's been a huge inspiration for me. And uh, ever since that day that I met Gary V, it, it's kind of flipped like my whole work ethic and motivation. Like before Gary, before I met him, I was putting fuck all into Elevate. Uh, after that though, I was just like, fuck. This guy makes sense. Uh, and like I've been following him for about 10 plus years. And the fact that I got to actually uh, speak to him and uh, meet him blew my mind. And it kind of just flipped. So now I'm just, yeah, grind mode. Gr yeah, grind season every day. Yeah. So now you're doing well and just keep it doing what you're doing. 
So, but how do you how do you stay passionate every day though? It's a decision. I don't. There's nothing that makes me passionate. I gotta tell myself to be fucking passionate and just work. That's that's true. That's a good answer. Yeah, it's it is hard though, isn't it? Like yeah, to be like, like fuck. Yeah, wait. You wake up and you're just like fuck. I don't feel like doing it today. Yeah. But you just uh, I don't know. Once I get once I start doing it, after ten minutes, I'm fucking in the zone. Good, good luck trying to get me out of it. Yeah. Okay. You're fucking pretty motivated. So, is there a way that you stay motivated now? No, nah, I just do it. You just, you just know. It's mind over matter. I just tell myself, got to, got to be done. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to do it. So, just, yeah, just tell yourself. So, what do you do on a bad day to turn it into a winner? Bad day to turn it into a winner. We don't have bad days. <laughs> Everyone's got bad days. No, nah, we got bad days. I just work like in, in regards to like elevate, I just do it. Like I don't think about it. I just do it. Like there's a bigger picture that I'm working towards. And uh, I think that's what keeps me motivated knowing where that, like where it's all going to. Yeah. No. Touche. Um, so what is success for you, mate, at the moment? Uh, I love travel. So freedom to do that. Um, which is why I've like I've always wanted to be able to work from my laptop, and uh, the fact that I'm actually making it happen now is I don't know, it blows my mind to think about that I can actually do it. So if I walked into a room and said I was doing a job interview with you, and I was like, "Hey, Dylan, what makes a successful person? How do you know if someone's successful? What would be your answer?" Happiness. Good answer. Anything else? No, nah, happiness. If you're not happy with what you do, your life's going to be shit. And so, like people, people, people see success differently. Like whether it's like money, people think money's like, oh, success, you've made it. But I know people who have money, they're not that happy. Like it comes with different issues as well. Yeah, for sure. So the reason why I ask that is I live off three uh, pillars in my life. And so I have a thing called the, the three pillars of success that I live daily and it makes me a successful person. It's how I see success. So the first one, like you said, you hit it nail on the head. Like it's happiness. If you're happy, like things are good. You know, life's going well. Yeah. Next one's our family and friends. Good core. So not everyone's got family, but you, you're in control of your friends. Yeah. So you know they're going to be there for you anytime, and it just makes you a better person being around good people. Yeah. And then the third one's health. So health health's really important because. Generally, if you're healthy, you're happy as well and you feel good. So yep. the only problem is like there's one that you can't control and it can be health through genetics, but you can kind of control that through decisions. Yeah. So if something bad in your life is happening and it's trying to fuck you up and not be successful, if you've got like at least two of those pillars real strong all the time, like you're fucking killing it. Like eventually like, yeah, like it all goes in like in – in the same circle and yeah if you're if you're happy you're generally healthy and then you've got a good core of friends yeah when something bad does happen like say one of your mates goes to hospital like you know you're there for him like and yeah. like even though it sucks or whatever like you know you're happy so your happiness can rub off on them as well or i think it comes down to choosing your mates as well wisely because like <sighs> i think who you surround yourself with is who you become so if you're surrounding yourself with shit people, um, like people who aren't fucking like 
kicking fucking goals, like it's going to rub off on you. And if you want to be going places, you need to surround yourself with them people. Yeah. And like money will come like, and money isn't always success. But if you do those three pillars of mine, you, you'll do, you'll be sick. And that's how I live my life. So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a basic, that's how I see success. I don't see success of what, what someone does. Someone could do a shittest job, but they love their job and have the best side hustle out there Yeah. other than their job. And they could be successful. You know what I mean? Like people. Yeah. I fucking hate it, man. People are like, oh, you're not a doctor or you're not an engineer. And they're like, fuck, those people aren't always happy. Those people aren't always successful. Half the time, those people fucking so miserable, depressed, don't have good family, good friends, good bosses. Yeah. Fuck that, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> And what's the quote? I'd rather that, that, that people say, I'd rather cry in my Lamborghini than... What is it? Oh, fuck you know it. the one? Yeah, oh, get it up on fucking your phone or Let's whatever. See. No, because Gary V actually says it as well. I'd rather... What is it? it I'd rather... <laughs> but, but yeah, people just fucking... Oh, some people are like just... I don't know. They're just so fucked in the head. It really drives my gears as well. So Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I really see success as. So. Money may not be happiness, but I'd rather cry in a Lambo than on a bus. I think that's the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. I'd mm. rather be happy in on the fucking bus than be crying in a Lambo. For sure. Yeah, I. <laughs> that's a good quote. Yeah. Did he say it at his conference, though? Oh, no, that wasn't the Gary Vee one. That was just a generic one. But uh, he says something along the lines of that. Okay. And now, like, we just kind of gone over it a bit. But how do you deal with, like, toxic people? You just eliminate them. You just have to make a decision, like, either limit your access to them or just fucking cut them out completely because they're just going to rub off on you. You don't want it. Can you, is there any way you can have them in your life? If you want to become like them, then yeah. But yeah, if you if you got bigger goals than fucking what, like, the toxic shit, then nah, the only way is to cut them out. I fucking hate it too. Those people that are always uh, saying, oh, you can't do it or you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just people that are just like, oh, woe me. Like fucking crying constantly. Like, come on. Or even just making like smart ass comments like bringing you down as well. Yeah. Like, it just really fucking drives my gears in as well. I think you can have um, a small percentage of time with them and yeah. still be Yeah, you can. Because um, it makes you like... Uh, Makes you like know what it's like to be like at that level. Yeah. So not to be happy. In, and I think it's a good, it's good to have that in your life still. Cause then it's like, I don't want to end up like that. Yeah. But you do just, you can't have it like, it could only have it for like, say, 5% of your time compared to 95% of people that you want to be around. Yeah. So then you see what it's like to be kind of a shit person and yep. be like, fuck, definitely don't want to get to that level. Definitely. So yeah, I, I still think like, Toxic people, they're actually shit, but you kind of need them for motivation as well <laughs> to a certain degree. Yeah. It's like um, people who get really famous and things like that and they start saying, oh, fuck, um, you know, when they're famous, they're like all the social media haters. You kind of need them in your life to keep you going. It kind of motivates you even more to be like, fuck you, you dog. So, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, um, people are also really saying that um, the market of 
things that we kind of do are probably flooded already. So like, you know, your social media market, there's not like, I guess they're the negative people still, but they will be like, oh, you can't do it because it's already flooded. How, how do you respond to that? Some markets, yeah, it is really flooded. And I think you just have to stand out from the crowd. Um, you have to do something different that other people aren't doing. Um, I try and associate and like, I really like to um, network with different people. Uh, and I met a bunch of different people at the Gary V conference like some big people like tiktokers and shit and like now i talk to them all the time like it was so good to be able to network with people like that and i think it's the best way to do it these days uh like influencer marketing as well uh if you've got like a small business influencer marketing is huge like you you give your product for free um to someone who's got a big following and they put it out there like yeah it'll fucking like boom yeah it'll boom yeah no, for sure. Um, I'm keen to kind of pick your brain a bit with your network as well and start getting some of your contacts because obviously now like it's kind of good with this setup is that I can do it without them here. So yeah. So I could call one of your mates up in Queensland or one yeah. of your mates down in Victoria or wherever and um, kind of already starting to do that without telling you too much slowly. But I wanted to do a little bit more local before I... Yeah tackle kind of it guess the bigger fish yeah so, um <laughs> see how we go first so now it's definitely um gotta be careful how you market yourself if it is flooded and stuff like that because yeah. you don't want to be just you know sp- doing the same thing over and over again and really not getting any results yeah and then like you, you lose motivation if you know you're not really doing anything yeah so it's definitely um yeah it's a definitely a hard one but you just um, gotta keep going yeah, keep, going, keep, <coughs> keep growing. Yeah, and like you said, just keep growing and things like that. So. Just a little plug to Road uh, for the mics. Like I said, they've been phenomenal. I know I keep going on about it, just but Road Australia, you guys are awesome. If you ever need podcast gear, go through Road because they just know how to do it. Also want to say thanks to Barrett Music in Launceston. You guys got me an awesome deal and I really appreciate it. It was the easiest service I've ever had buying anything like this. And just the customer service and the professionalism at that store was amazing. So from now on, all our equipment's going to be coming local. And I always urge people to go support your local shop in buying the stuff and getting them to help you out because they can get you a good deal too. Um, And it's good to support local businesses as well. Also, I just want to say a massive thanks to Dylan Brown being the first newbie on this new system. Really appreciate it. And the second half of this podcast is phenomenal. So enjoy, guys. Fuck, just had the Uber Eats, so I just ate the Vietnamese roll and I'm back now. Fuck, I'm sweating bullets a bit. The chilli got to me a bit and I think I needed a little bit of a break before we go into the next type of conversation. It's about influencers and TikTok and Instagram and fucking Facebook or whatever. Uh, let's talk about you, Dylan, your first couple of videos on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so uh my first ones were pretty shit to be honest. Uh I've just pinned the ones that got the most views up the top. Um but basically yeah, I was doing a, a heap of like give back videos uh just for like homeless people and stuff. Uh cuz I was traveling so much and like seeing uh all the homelessness in like Sydney and Melbourne. <clears throat> It's it's pretty fucked though, isn't it? Like homeless 
people all around the world. It's pretty hectic, so. Yeah, it's full on, uh, especially in, like, Melbourne. There's a lot of it as well, but a lot of them are also drug, like, drug users as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a heap of my videos uh, blew up, and I think it was just because uh, I was doing something that people want to do. Um, they just didn't feel comfortable doing it on camera. And, honestly, at the start, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel fucking comfortable at all doing it. Um, but then I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And uh, some people look at it funny that I record this shit. Um, but the fact that I was able to... So there was this one lady, Kate. Um, she was homeless and she had like artwork um, that she was selling on the side of the street. And basically I made the video about her and it blew up and people were asking, how can we donate to Kate? And like... I set up a GoFundMe for her and I was able to, I think I raised like 500 bucks for her. So basically, if I didn't put that video out, I wouldn't have been able to raise 500 bucks for her. And basically what I'd done, I, some, her daughter actually commented on the video and she's like, that's my mum. She's been missing for three years. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, are you actually, I was like, I, I didn't know how to get a hold of Kate after this video, after the first video. But her daughter commented on it and I was like, do you have your mum's number? And she's like, this is the last number I have of her. And I called the number and she's like, hey, it's Kate. And I was like, what the fuck? And I told her that it was me. And I was like, look, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for you. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do another video if you're happy for me to do it. And she was like, yep, come back to another one. I was like, sick. So you'll see it uh, on my TikTok, um, Kate part two. Um, Are we going to watch that? Do you want to uh, get it up on your phone as well? And yeah, I'll get it up. Um, but yeah, basically. That's full on, man. Like, that's fucking pretty cool. So, Hang on, I'll just get it up. Yeah. That's hectic, though, isn't that long? Yeah, the fact that her daughter, it came across her daughter on TikTok and she recognised it. I was like, holy shit. Even the comments on the side, as a previous homeless woman, I was in tears watching this. Thank you for being so nice. Yeah, right. You're absolutely amazing. Thanks for helping those in need. All right. All right, let's watch it. Three, two, one, go. Part one, go watch part one of Kate. This is part two of surprising her with the GoFundMe money. Kate. Did you want to get food? Have you eaten? I don't know. Of course not. No? <laughs> what do you want? KFC, not again. <laughs> I could take you up to Selbury's. I think lunch is still on. N nah, let's get something decent. She really wanted to go to take you to really? Selbury's. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a long time ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> I'll just go easy and I'll go fish and chips. Alright, done. What was the feeling like <laughs> eating a meal with her life? It was so good. We got to actually just sit down and chat, and, and like, I learned a bit about, a bit more about her story. And then, yeah, another homeless guy came up asking for change. So what did you do? There you go. Fuck! You just whipped out the big notes and just got out the big fifty. Yeah. He only asked for twenty-five. They didn't even ask. Bro, Dylan, what was your name? Okay. My name's Craig, people call me Turtle. Turtle? Yeah, nice. No. <laughs> I've been around a couple of times. Yeah, I've been around a while. 
So yeah, and then after this, uh, we went to Officeworks because everyone loved her artwork so much. Um, so I took her to Officeworks and we spent a few hundred bucks on art supplies so she could keep doing her, uh, her artwork. That's such a cool feeling, man. Like, oh. oh shit. You get chills sometimes or just watching videos like this. I don't really sit around and watch, you know, TikTok videos and things, but you can generally see how happy the people are and, like, how appreciative. Like, it's fucking good, man. Did you take it a foot locker, did you? <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sick, but um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't make the video. And like people, I get uh, there's a lot of comments on there that I don't really give a fuck about, like the people that are just like, oh, you shouldn't film this. But like, if I didn't film it, I wouldn't have been able to get the support I did doing that and being able to do that for her as well. So that that's your, where you started with your videos mostly? Was it giving back to the community and that's how you got into it? or? Yeah, basically that's what I, I started doing that. I haven't done one in a long time just because I've been focusing on Elevate as well. Yeah. Um, should do one in Lonnie. There's no, there's bugger all homelessness. Nah, there's really. a few. Me and yeah. Fedzy went past a few last night. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in Lonnie there's a fair bit of help for homeless people. Is there? Yeah. Sometimes it's people that just don't want help, you know what I mean? But yeah. it was pretty fucked last night. We were on the scooters. Yeah. And we are going past the town hall and there was someone, like, had a setup in under, like, the, the cover in the town hall and everything. It was yeah. pretty, yeah, fucking full on. So it was, like, at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I reckon that person was, he was, bo they were by himself, no one around, like. Yeah. Looked pretty full on. Looked cold, man, too. Yeah, so, so full on. Um, so I guess the question is, uh, how do you go viral? <laughs> how do you go viral? I don't know. It depends what platform you're on, really. On TikTok, it's a bit of a hit and miss. Like the algorithm's so up and down all the time and it's constantly changing. Um, I think these videos got a lot of views because it was so controversial. Controversial. And people, uh, some people hate it. Some people love it. Um, but yeah, I think it was, uh, that was the reason because it was so controversial. Yeah, I completely understand. Yeah, TikTok's definitely changed a bit uh, last year, you'd say, with like the algorithm. Yeah, and yeah. Things. And another good way also is just interacting and like posting consistently uh, and just interacting uh, with, with the people who comment yeah. on your shit. And not worrying about how many views you get or whatever, like just consistent content. Like Yeah, just keep going. Just don't care about what if you get... 500 views or you might get 10,000 the next time like yeah it's just being about being consistent like you're saying so yeah for sure that's cool man we touched base with helping the homeless so it must have been a wicked feeling though just giving back to the community and um it's a good feeling to just see the look on their faces when uh when you help them out especially to that that extent like 
if I was homeless and someone gave me like like a couple hundred bucks, it'd be like fuck. <laughs> but yeah, we do we done it with Gabriel as well. We I made a video about Gabriel at Christmas time, and I started a GoFundMe for him. Uh, and I I think we ended up sending him about four hundred bucks. So we need to um tell the community who is Gabriel because so Gabriel's this uh he's a young young lad from Sierra Leone yeah um over in Africa um we've been in contact for a while and uh I've just never done a video like we always chat on Facebook um but yeah he lives over in uh Sierra Leone with his family and it was pretty cool we raised 400 bucks for him and then sent that to him uh at Christmas time as a little Christmas present and then he sent a video back with all, him and all his family having a big fucking feast at Christmas time that's very cool man um I'm actually planning to reach out to Gabriel um and do a, a potential podcast <laughs> with him on the projector up here that'd be funny um we're gonna do a I think we're gonna do a GoFundMe because it was his birthday a couple of days ago yeah um so I think I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for him um and then through to GoFundMe, we're going to do a live stream. So he's going to show us around where he lives and shit. Well, yeah. like, yeah, talk to him and shit. So yeah. where he lives is pretty hectic. So he can, uh, yeah, introduce us to his family and life in Africa and what it really is about. Like, it's we don't know how lucky we are here, do we? Yeah, definitely not. So you're going to keep doing these videos or is that... For the minute, I don't really have time to be doing it. Uh, <clears throat> all my spare time goes in the Elevate. Um, I just want to focus on putting out heaps of uh, like marketing content uh, on TikTok. I think I'm moving away from more of the give back videos. Um, as good as they were, I think uh, my main focus is uh, yeah, Elevate and just like marketing content. I guess it like it's you get a good feeling and stuff, but you want to work on yourself. You you got to be a bit like self selfish yeah. in life as well. You got to do what you want as well. So yeah, I mean, if you want to do that for all your life, good, like good on you. Really mm. respect you. But sometimes we're we're built we're built different, and we want to do different things, and we're put on this planet to do different things. Yeah, we can't all do the same thing. So for sure, um, staying on the social media and stuff as well. Um, we're going to talk about. I don't know which one you want to talk about first. Maybe do you want, do you want to talk about? You did a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Or? Oh yeah. So uh, his name's Hos Hosri. Um, basically, uh, he was how we got in contact. Basically, he was at the Gary V concert. Oh, the concert, the conference as well. Um, <clears throat> and basically, he went up the front uh, at the end when everyone was taking questions, and he uh, it was pretty funny actually. Uh, his questions because Gary V just fucking roasted him. <laughs> did he get real roasted? Did he? Oh, it was pretty funny. Um, he just got owned by Gary V, basically. So he got absolutely owned. Yep. Like an <laughs> like an <laughs> Yeah, owned. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but, mate. Yeah. But yeah, um, basically, I seen his TikTok. Um, I came across it on my for you page. Uh, his TikTok. And I was like, I commented, I was like, what the fuck? I was, I was sitting right there when you were asking that question and we just, we just got talking and I found out he'd done a podcast. I was like, let me jump on the podcast. So I done that. What'd you talk about on that one? Just like elevate basically. Like this was the first time I'd actually spoken to him like over the phone on FaceTime. We literally just done a podcast and just introduced ourselves. Like <laughs> found out what we do, what we both do. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. I was just like, fuck it, let's do a podcast. 
So you're going to do another one or? Uh, there's nothing in the works with him yet, but maybe. Maybe in the future. Maybe we could do a trifecta. I hit up actually. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Married at First Sight. Oh, good old maths. Yeah, maths. I uh, Who, I who'd you hit up? Uh, what's his name? Did you watch last season? No, I was wasn't in Australia. So, oh, fuck. what was his name? Ollie, I think. Oh uh, no, I, I know this guy. Yeah, Ollie. He does. A yeah, podcast he does a podcast. Well. Yeah. Did he get back to? You? Yeah, he replied. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? Shit. Is he still with that chick, or did? Or they fuck? Yeah, him? no, he's still with her. Oh fuck, they're going pretty well then. Because yeah. those shows are so like fucking oh, just may kind of believe like they don't really work out ever, but yeah, some of them do. Like a couple do, but yeah, it's more about like clickbait and things like that. I can't even remember his name, eh? No, nah, it's, it's, it's Ollie or something. But yeah, he replied and I was like, let me get on your pod. What did he say? <laughs> he was like asking questions. He's like, Dylan, how are you? What do you do? And I told him a bit about myself. I don't think he replied, but my messages get lost on TikTok. Yeah, no, easy. So let's uh, talk about um, probably one of your mates that you met through social media and stuff too. It's Zozo. It's Zozo. Yeah. yeah, so I met him in Adelaide, actually. So he was filming a video. Like, he does the same videos, like the give back videos. And I was like, that's sick. So I, I knew him from TikTok, and I seen him in Adelaide one time. Uh, and I just said hello to him, and we've been in contact since. Um, and basically, I've filmed some videos with him. Um, he's just a good lad all around. Uh, he, he teed up the whole Gary V thing. Um which I'm super blessed about, like, and I think that comes down to networking as well. Like, if I hadn't have met him, like, in Adelaide that time, I wouldn't have got to Gary V. I love to think about it. Um, but, yeah, he's got shit ton of followers. Should we put your video on and have a listen, so? Oh, my video. Yeah. I reckon we go the Gary V video from YouTube. Where's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you remember the one? Yeah. So, yeah, this will show basically... Uh, is that the same thing? Yeah, it's at the same thing. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. What what kind of customers are you looking for? And see, like, and some of these people, like... Out? This guy with the chain on, he's Once got like 12 mil with the followers on TikTok. To get customers? Yeah. And where are you posting that? Uh, yeah. And, yep. And so, do you have customers? Yeah, I've got a couple of customers. And is, when you say vice, are you talking about acquiring more customers? Or yeah. are you talking about yeah. scaling Actually, the responsibilities? Yeah. Content, yeah. The answer is content. Like, you're gonna get customers through word of mouth, so the current customers will refer you, but you've gotta get people interested. You have to create demand. So one of the things I think I did really well that I think is very replicatable is you should put out your best advice for free. I think one of the things that people, when they do marketing for a service, tend to think is they hold back their best advice because they think that's what people are paying for. But it's not what people are paying for. People are paying for the contextual reality of their situation. They're paying for, they have a 
Thank you. They're paying for it. They have a auto the auto dealership in Hunter Valley. Not that you told them that if the first three seconds of the video has this sound in it, that it's more likely to do well. So I think more content and more really, really good advice, like the best shit you've got. Because a lot of people, I mean, if you think about, when I think about listening to everyone here, I mean, I wrote a book called Crush It in 2009 that basically outlined this. I basically consistently, my fucking free PDF pyramid model is like what everyone built their companies on. I give it away for free. And I think that's something to think about. As much content for free of your best advice will lead to people interested because you're right. Yeah, so that was uh, basically it, uh, which is pretty surreal. Like, when he walked into the room, I was like, holy fuck, it's Gary Vee in the flesh. And uh, he's a lot shorter than I thought he was. That's what, Yeah, it's a, it's a memory that will live forever. And you, you, you've got it now as well to look back at when you're having a bad day or whatever as well. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? I've looked back at it a couple of times and just been like, fuck, yeah, he's right. Keep putting out content. I spoke to Gary Vee. Like, yeah, it's like, fucking crazy. Nah, that's, yeah, and the way he speaks, man, he just draws in, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, I used to think he was a cockhead, man. Like. So did I, at the start. I even told him when I met him, I was like, I used to think you were a fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, everyone does. Because uh, he, he, he fucking calls people out uh, and he says the truth and people don't like the truth. But then they come around to it and they're like, oh, he's actually fucking right. Nah, touche there for sure. Yeah, he's... Just the way he speaks, so man, it just fucking really draws you in, like. Yeah, and he's fucking right on so many, so much shit. Like he's so on his shit, and I love it. He's created a, a very successful business, and the way he even said to you though, like, if you just put yourself out there and you don't ex- like, if you just go out and grind and don't expect to make money, like you will make money eventually anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. That was one thing I got from that. And like everyone will get their own messages in different ways as well. Um, so it's good it's good for everyone to, you know, think about things in different perspectives as well. So Yeah, and it's pretty fucking hectic. Like you just come off a flight from the States. Like you got straight off the plane, went there, done the conference, bang, 6 a.m. the next morning you went to Sydney. Like he would have been so jet lagged. And I could see it when he walked in the room. He sat down and he's like, Howdy, howdy. <laughs> I was like, he's so American. He would have flown fucking pretty nice plane though. And yeah, maybe a private jet. Uh, fuck. He'd, he'd be pretty rich, wouldn't he? Like, oh, let's see his net net worth. How much do you reckon he's worth? Half a bill. Net worth. Oh, not quite. 160 million, it says. Estimated net worth. I reckon that's good though. I reckon that's a good amount to be <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of being like too rich, like you still are fucking mega rich, but you're not like, yeah, you don't need, you're not like, you a, don't need bills. <laughs> you're not like a fuckwit ri- rich, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. but, um, nah, that's a wicked memory, bro. And yeah, you always have it, like I said, for life and things like that. So and yeah, it's all, it's all so good. Like networking, all them people there are like big influences and I got to meet them all. Like you got there, the big tall guy. Yeah. Um, in the checkered shirt. Do you uh, still still talk to him? Yeah, so his name's uh Sev. If you look him up, Sev's picks. Uh he does he does the same thing as me, marketing, online marketing. Okay. Is he pretty big? Hey. Is he pretty big? Yeah, he's pretty big as well. And then you got uh 
Oh, I forgot his name. He drives Ubers. This little guy, this guy on the right, this little Italian guy, he's a legend. <laughs> and he does like Ubers. And he has like a GoPro in his Uber. And uh, he just records his Uber drives. That's cool. Yeah. So um, what else did you take out of the Gary V conference? Oh, there was a lot to a lot to unpack. I took a shit ton of notes. Um, it was just, I don't know. I think I took a lot of like, like you know how he is like on his like when he does podcasts and shit. Like he's just so on his shit, and I think it was just like good to see it in person. And then the the other speakers as well were like really valuable. Who else spoke? Uh, so you had Trent Cotchin was there. Big Koch, <laughs> big Tiger. Um, and then who else was there? Uh, Ethan Donatai. Um, so he basically does exactly the same as what I do. So yeah, it was good to just see see it all in person and network with people. So it was a day conference. Yeah, it was a full day. It was like seven a.m. to like five thirty. Fuck, what about? Did you get free lunch and? Well, we were meant to. We we're platinum members. Um, that's why I got to go backstage uh, and meet him before he went on stage, um, and lunch was included, but. The uh, the events team fucked it up somehow, and we didn't get free lunch, so we had to buy our own lunch. Where was it in uh, Melbourne? Oh, where was the conference? It was some tennis arena. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Rod Laver? No, it wasn't Rod Laver. Mar- Margaret Court. Yeah, Margaret yeah. Court Arena. Yeah. That would have been because they got a roof there, don't they? Yeah, it was yeah. all inside. Yeah, it's a, it, <laughs> it would have been pretty sick, but yeah, there would have been a few thousand or oh, at least yeah, probably like four or five thousand. And it was probably the hottest ticket to get in town. Oh, yeah, for me anyway. Yeah. Um. So you know, what, what um, you know, what are you going to do now from after Gary V? What's what's on the what? Any other conferences or anything? No, nah, no conferences. I'm just in grind mode. Like I've just, I think go, meeting him live. Uh, and it kind of just flipped the switch and I've just been in grind mode since. So I'm just going to keep doing that, keep building, elevate, uh, see where it goes. Uh, hopefully within the next couple of months, go to Thailand and live there for a bit. So that you want to be based in Thailand, that's the goal. Yeah, well, I think of the, the living expenses here in Australia at the moment are fucking through the roof. Like with inflation and like the housing crisis, it's just hectic living here. People say uh, it's the best country in the world, which it, it is in a sense, but shit's like expensive. And like Thailand, like you got the best beaches in the world there. You got like PP Islands, you got all the islands, the weather's always good. And it's so cheap. Like you can, uh, you can rent a villa with a pool there for 500 bucks a month. And I was like, why the fuck am I paying 500 bucks a week here to live in a tiny little townhouse? So you're gonna do that? Are you gonna? Yeah, get a, that's get what I wanna do. And then I can just save money from there. Yeah, it's not a. It's a good idea. I'd be w- worried about the influences over there, though. Like getting up to no good. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'd just be so easy every night. Like, yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty focused on what I'm doing right now. Obviously, I'll have a bit of fun, but not too much. I want to focus on elevate. Not every day. Like, I think, like if you go there to live, like you can't treat it like every day, like a weekend. No, so definitely like, not. You've got to like. But once like, I get a villa and can set it all up, it'll be sick. Yeah, like <coughs> your, your weekends are still like your party time, and then your weekdays are like still. I, yeah, I don't even feel like partying these days, to be honest. No, it doesn't I, interest me like it used to. 
We're getting old, aren't we? Yeah, I'm fucking getting old, and I feel it too, especially after a big night. <laughs> well, I didn't have a big night last night. Yeah, you did. Just a uh, I can't quiet one. We won't talk about that. Just it was good to see the Adelaide boys come in the Launceston. So yeah, no, nah, um, one of them didn't make it into the podcast today, but they'll be in tomorrow <laughs> anyway. So um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with. Her. Do you want to add anything or no? Nah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, now nah, next one will be you just to him. We'll see what goes on. Um, a lot can change, and maybe we'll check back in six months once I've been to Thailand. Yeah, but maybe we'll do it while you're in Thailand, or or maybe do it while I'm in Thailand in six months in my big villa in and my pool, can, and you can take us on a tour on the projector, <laughs> and we can. Do, it would be like a real estate, like looking at where you're living in Thailand. It would be pretty cool, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to just meet other people too yeah. over there. There's a lot of uh, a lot of um, like freelance freelancers and shit live over there and do the exact same as what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like that's a massive. Like a lot of travelers do freelancing and they just go country. To, it seems like one of the coolest ways to like live your life. Yeah. Like even when I was through Canada and America last year, the amount that I met staying in like hostels over there. They just were from their laptop and they just seem to have such a level head and seem so happy. Yeah. I guess that's like you're they're, saying that's... They're not waking up, going into an office and fucking doing the usual nine to five. They jump into the pool in the morning and then they start work whenever the fuck they want. Yeah, exactly. And I guess it doesn't feel like work because then they can go for, they can go down the, the road, look at a landmark and then yep. fucking go back to your work and then go to a different city the next day or whatever. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what I want to do. There are a few. Oh, well, I'll finish up here after I talk. Oh, there are like, talking about like going away and traveling. There's a few places I really want to go at the moment. Thailand's definitely up there. I'm thinking maybe March next year. Um, I really want to go to Singapore now. It just looks Singapore. Yeah. Have you seen the airport there? What airport is? It? Oh, it's Singapore Airport. Yeah. Look at. I'll show. I'm it. going. I've got a stopover in Kuala Lumpur, which I've never been to. Oh, has it got the big fountain? Yeah, it's got fucking everything there, man. Just give me a second. Fucking ads, man. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it looks sick, Singapore and Japan. It's really high on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, and I've, I spoke to a lot of people too and they said, um, Japan's good, but it's getting a bit, South Korea is like fucking ridiculous as well. So that's like, what about North Korea? Would you go? Oh, look at this, man. This is in the airport. <laughs> it's pretty full on. Oh. That's like a little city. And they got slides like in the airport as well. Oh. Fucking crazy, isn't it? Oh, it's a 1.3 billion lifestyle hub and rooftop pool. It's crazy. Yeah. You could just stay there. That place looks so nice, too. Like. It's so hard to find your gate there. <laughs> I've flown I, in. I remember I went to an airport and they had like two airports and I had to catch a fucking train to get to the other airport to get my next flight. That's like London, like um, Heathrow. They have like 
four hubs. It was hectic. Yeah, I got so lost and no one spoke English. Yeah, and the last place I want to go back to is Europe. But it's a fucking long way away and mm-hmm. you have to make that trip worth it. So you'd have to go for a while too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got really to talk about. Nice. Um, I appreciate it, Dill. Um, it's a pleasure having you on here, mate. And look forward to our chatting six months when you're in Thailand. Done. Sounds good. Lock it in. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Catch ya. Bye. Done. Done and dusted.